Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. I'm glad you guys are here. Today is my uh, my continuation of my back-to-school week. So this week I had Jennifer Heine-Withy and Keith Adams here from uh, from the Family Policy Institute of Washington. We're talking to you guys about how to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Today, my precious friend Rachel Carmen is here. Rachel and I have been palling around together for a long time. She's a homeschool mom of seven, uh, as I am, and she's recently an empty nest homeschool mom. And we're going to give you guys a little bit of reflections from the heart of a mother. If you've got young children at home, this episode's for you. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, I'm glad you guys are here today. Uh, in case you guys are watching this on YouTube, which I know a lot of you are now, I am wearing a shirt, which I just rapidly changed into, of sunflowers for my friend Rachel. Because whenever I see sunflowers, I always think of Rachel. She loves sunflowers. Uh, Rachel Carmen is a homeschool mom and a treasure to the homeschool community. She has been encouraging me for a long time. We kind of walk in this road together. And we're kind of near the end, really. I mean, she's she's there and I'm almost there. I've got uh, two left at home now. One's a senior in high school. And it really does go by fast. And we were just talking before I started uh, the record button today about how precious motherhood is. And this life is hard. And God's given us our children for a season. And we want you to lean in. Rachel Carmen, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me again, friend. It's always good to see you. And I agree with you. I wish the miles didn't separate us as much as they do. I sure would like to get together with you more often. I wish that. I know. I wish it too. Well, I I know that uh, you have been on a similar journey as I have been and I think we're kind of at a phase of motherhood right now. There's There are moms listening to this right now that they're just going to be like, that's never going to be me. But it is, right? This sort of melon. I know you, you, you're you at the, you know, you, you're in a phase when you've got kids that are tugging on you and pulling on you and you, you're trying to make dinner and you're trying to teach somebody their math lesson and somebody else has stepped on another kid and they're fighting and somebody else wants to show you that they just lost a tooth. And then you forgot to take the macaroni and cheese off the stove. So now it's bubbling over and your life is on fire. And then all of a sudden you wake up and it's over. And it really, it like, it really is it like it, like they told you it was going to go by fast. And I'm just like, I want to punch him in the face. Like, that's fine. I'm glad it went by fast for you. You know, <laughs> that is so true. But I do uh, want to say you missed a component of the day that you. The oh, moment oh you enlighten me. Your dad, your husband comes home and he wants to rendezvous with you later. And you're oh, like, right. really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you've you've reached you've reached the don't touch me phase of your day, oh my which I think hits at about four o'clock. Oh, I th- well, you you held out longer than I did. <laughs> Mine usually get a little earlier in the day, and my husband would come home and go ooh la la, and I'm like ooh la la. <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah, that's probably a podcast for the other day, another day. Hey, man, I, I do. I remember those. I call them uh, the trench years. Yeah, you know, and and the war, the Great War. There was this thing called trench warfare where you just had to dig in, right? I mean, boys, this is just the best we can do. We just got to dig in and here's where we are. And that's kind of how motherhood feels or it did oh. for me for just years. I felt like I was just dug in and it was just like, I am dying out here. I mean, can we go over the wall? I mean, it Medic. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just felt like endless and it yeah. just. It was so hard and it, I just, I felt so alone and I felt like nobody understood and I, I felt completely overwhelmed 
And I felt like my days were just diapers and nursing and laundry, rinse and repeat, right? And if Uh, because they were, they well exactly. And you know, if I threw in um, a apple a or a reading book or (laughs) one plus one, I felt like I was queen of the world, right? (laughs) I mean, that was like the high bar, right? I mean, I just was trying to make sure every diaper got changed before (laughs) diaper rash set in. Yeah, right. My husband, I think my husband came home one day and he was just like, Heidi, you you look like, you know, it looks like it's been a productive day, which was like my husband, the sweetest man on earth. That that was like Jay speak for, wow, the house is on fire. This is amazing. And I would be like, listen, you know what my goal was today? Don't die. It was yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty basic. Don't die. Keep the kids alive. Exactly. And if if you look around and there are seven children breathing and I'm not dead, then congratulations to me. That's right, baby. <laughs> we, we got it done. So, it done. And, and I remember when, you know, like you're describing, I just felt like they were crawling all over me or I was trying to separate them. Right. And <laughs> the macaroni and cheese thing is just hilarious because that is. Totally what it was. I mean, yep. how many nights a week can you I know. actually make macaroni and cheese or how many different things can you mix with macaroni and cheese and call it dinner? You know? right. right. Lots of things like, you know, hey, man, I had my grandkids for the weekend and uh, we I made them pay, uh, pancakes and sausage for dinner. Right. Oh, I, yeah. I, oh, and I girl. told my daughter, I was like, listen, I just served breakfast for dinner. And she was like, oh, you know, they love that. And I said, well, don't get too happy because I gave them Lucky Charms in the morning. <laughs> and you can, baby, you can. <laughs> I never would have bought. I mean, have some sugar before, in the morning. <laughs> I never would have done that as a mom. You know, I was just so afraid of messing them up. But, you know, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, now all, all bets are off now. Lucky Charms, it's baby. It's what's for dinner. Ooh, baby. Come on now. Have <laughs> I know, um, right? And I remember when I was there, I my one come up for air thing a month was back in the day when they had, or at least here in this area, they had support group meetings once a month. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that was life for me. Mm. I, you know, I like took a shower <laughs> and I, I got dressed and got I out of your, got out of your yoga I pants. Did. And I looked presentable. Of course, all the kids were like, where is she going? Because they knew that I wasn't staying home looking like that. And I wouldn't even dare to put on earrings because I don't know. But I went through a phase. I didn't wear earrings because. Well, because it got yanked out of your ears. Exactly. And I didn't smell like, you know. Right. Spit up. Exactly. And I would take the long way to get there. I mean, I knew how to get there, but I was stalling. I remember telling, this is terrible on confession. Forgive me, Father Fred. I remember telling my husband that it started earlier than it did just so I could leave. <laughs> terrible. Oh. But I was like, oh my, I've got to get, I mean, these walls are closing in. And so yeah. I would go to this support group meeting and sometimes I would arrive and I was the mom, you know, they always said, even if you can't bring a dessert, still come. I was right. totally that person. I was cashing that check. I was not bringing anything. Are you kidding? I had nothing to bring. <laughs> um, and I was coming and sometimes I would come and I, I must have just looked like I had just experienced the worst trauma of my life. You know, just <laughs> sitting there like a deer in headlights. And sometimes I got, got there and I just sat and I just cried. Hmm. I, I mean, I just did. Yep. Because I just felt like it was, I was, I, I just, I didn't know. 
Yeah. Can I, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. yeah. And they would, these moms would get up there and they had the audacity to say <laughs> what you and I are going to spend the rest of our time talking about. They would tell me that it was going to go fast and that I needed to go home and hug them, you know, and really enjoy them. And I was just like, oh. you're like, it cannot go fast enough. Like, what is, I, can it go fast, please? So I get my life. I think I told you, Rachel, a long time ago, I was in the grocery store. I never understood why people stare at me in the store until now. I'm, you know, I only, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, does anyone want to go to Costco with mom? I'm like begging my kids. I'm calling my college daughter and saying, Hey, I have to make a Costco run. Does anybody want to come? You want to come? come? But there was a a time when, I mean, I got a baby strapped to my friend and a toddler sitting in the cart and I've got somebody on a leash next to me. And I'm like, don't you run over there. I don't care how many packages of Oreos are screaming at you from the shelf. Right. And this mom, she comes from around the corner and she just kind of stops and she just looks at me just all misty eyed. And, and here I'm like, ah, my hair is a mess. My kids are fighting. You know, they're opening boxes of Triscuits that they got off an aisle that I didn't even know we went down. And she goes, oh, just soak it in. And I was just like, you soak it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think you and I can have honest conversations. And the reason I love talking to you so much is because there's a mom listening to this right now that needs to hear that she's normal. There's a mom listening to this right now that just needs to go, wait, I can have a bad homeschool day. Honey, you can have a hundred bad homeschool days in a row. In a a row. You can have a hundred bad homeschool days in a row. And it's still the very best thing that will ever happen to you. And I I think that's it, right? It is because your worst homeschool day is still a million gazillion times better than the junk in the government institution. No kidding. Take that. I mean, take take that. that. Your worst day. Well, I'm going to say, let's let's paint the worst. Well, we did a pretty good job earlier. (laughs) Let's Let's just throw in for fun that you lose it, right? Okay, like we've all done that. It's still better than what goes on in the institution in terms of the brainwashing and the grooming and the just junk that they are trying to thrust down the throats of our kids. Absolutely true. It's so so true. Yeah. And and, and I think it took me a while. You were probably a quicker learner than I am. No, I don't think so. I I just, I was a slow learner. I, you know, we started, I wanted, (laughs) it's funny. It's, (laughs) It's it's so embarrassing, but it's also hilarious because I can only imagine what these other homeschool mothers who were veterans, you know, when I'm telling them what I'm doing, they had to just be dying. And they were so kind to me. So they're so gracious not to go. Oh, okay, Yeah, that's going to work for you. Um, But I write write me a letter in 10 years. Let me know how that. Yeah. And I have. And that's what's so funny is I've stayed in relationship with some of them. And now we laugh about it. Right. Yeah. But I remember I wanted everybody crisscross applesauce, you know, and I just sit with their hands folded while I read them. <laughs> it's just stupid. I mean, it's just dumb. I mean, absolutely stupid. I remember one year, I don't remember who it was. I wish I do remember. I wish I did remember who it was. Um, this will sound so silly, but I, I was so pursuing perfectionism early on. Yeah. Thinking that there was some camera in my house and I had to do this all perfectly. Yeah. And I had to um, prove something. I don't, I mean, yeah. it sounds so silly to say it out loud, but that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So at mealtime, we were eating on dishes. 
And I remember going to the con- to the conference, and some veteran homeschooler said that she put the kids' sandwiches on paper towels. <laughs> Honey, it changed my life. I was like, "You can do that? Paper towels? This you is can- amazing. This is a breakthrough. I mean." <laughs> I had a feeling the shackles fall. I mean, that was just glorious. Yeah. It, was, well, that's stupid. I was just. There's, there's a mom listening to this right now and she's a brand new homeschool mom and she's setting the bar so high that she's already crying and it's only September. We're going to take it. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, Rachel and I are going to tackle some of the reasons why these are the most precious years of your life, but also give you some practical tips to make it through the next 24 hours. We'll be right back. So, Rachel, let's, you know, I, I always say we should talk a lot more on the show because I would call every every episode, let's be honest. Yeah. Let, let's yeah. just be honest. I think that in the very beginning uh, of the homeschool movement, certainly, and part of the reason why you may have been struggling with perfectionism is because there are a lot of eyes on homeschoolers. Yeah. I mean, in the, in, yeah. the, in the 90s and the early 2000s still, even though yeah. those pioneers had come through the 80s, you know, back when dinosaurs roamed the earth and we yeah. were like, what? People are homeschooling? You know, yeah. uh, we were we were still listening to Rod Stewart and having a great life and people are homeschooling. Right. They're doing the yeah. thing. And then we do the thing that we thought, you know, at least I said, I'm never going to do that. And then oh, I wound up doing too. it. Yeah. There's a million moms listening to this right now who said they would never homeschool. And now they're doing the thing. But I think that one of the greatest blessings that's going to come out of yours and my generation of homeschoolers, you know, the, the late 90s when I started uh, and the two, early 2000s was that we really kind of blew the glass ceiling off because I remember being out on the speaker circuit and I'm saying things that nobody's ever heard from a homeschool mom before. I'm like, listen, I yelled at my kids today, okay? I yelled at my kids. I burned the, I burned dinner. When my husband came home from work, he knew because I was standing in the front door. He was like, here's my keys. Heidi's going to go to Target. What is she going to do there? She's just going to wander around. I'm not going to buy anything because we're broke. I'm just going to wander around and try to get the voices in my head to stop talking to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that takes pressure mm-hmm. off of the newer moms, especially, and, and frankly, even the moms who've been at it for a while, just to hear somebody who's a little bit ahead of you say, you know what? Slow down, yeah. slow down, Yeah. you know, reading to your kids, enjoying your kids, uh, chase some fireflies. You said that you used to go out in the fall and the wind would blow and your kids would chase leaves. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I had to let go of me. I mean, that's been the glorious, you know, if people ask, what is the one thing? I think I'm supposed to make some academic revelational statement, you know, that I figured out the best math curriculum or whatever. Right. I, I This was my journey to letting go of me, which everybody needs to stand up and applaud. Because when it was my life was all about me and I wanted everybody paying attention to me and doing what made me happy and me comfortable, what was fun for Mm. me. Mm. And it was not until I realized that I had a a remarkable opportunity to lean into the crazy, chaotic moment with my kids, Mm. lean into their awe and their wonder and their curiosity and stop trying to get it right and be right all the time. Yeah. And I, the kids were out one day and I actually, I, I had sent the kids out. So hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. I had a policy. I don't it's, remember. It's, it's recess kids. We're going to go it and is. circle, circle the house three times and mom's going to check Facebook and get some tea. 
<laughs> yeah, I used to send them out when they would just got rowdy and said, you know, give me five. And they had to circle the house, right? But one day had been particularly bad. And I w- I'd lost it. And I was a mess. And I, I was just sure that I could not do this. It was just too much. And I was just sure that my kids, you know, was messing up my kids. Hmm. I was, you know, I was going to, I needed to start saving now, not for college, but for counseling. Because... <laughs> They were going to have to go to counseling because their mother completely screwed them up. And I, so I sent them outside because I thought this is, they need to be a safe distance away from me, right? I sent them outside and I'm crying, just crying to the Lord, just, I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm messing them up. And I look out the window. I mean, I can still, so we're in the same house. I can still remember the window I was looking out. I look out the window and all of my kids, I, so my oldest was 13 when my youngest was born. Mm. And so I'm pretty sure Benjamin, our youngest, was able to go out and run around. If he wasn't, somebody was holding him. I wanted them all out. And so <laughs> they're all out there. And I look out the window and it was a windy fall day. And they're laughing and they're running and they're catching leaves in the window. And they were having such a marvelous time. And I was watching and it was like the spirit of the Holy God said, honey, get out there with your kids and chase some leaves and catch some leaves. Honey, don't stay in here. Don't put something else away. Get out there. You need to be out there because this moment, this is more important than anything you've tried to do today. That moment right now out there with your kids. And so that, not the only time, but it was one of the times when God was saying sort of poo-poo on my academic plan for the day and inviting me into a deeper relation with my kids such that when we circled back to the academic, they were more receptive to my teaching because I had run and chased leaves in the wind. It's a simple thing. Yeah. And I think we we miss it. We so often miss it. And we're trying so hard to to hit a bar. And maybe we didn't ask the Lord, Lord, is this the bar that I'm supposed to hit today? Or yeah. is it a better thing for me to be reading with my kids? Is it a better thing for me to be teaching my my daughters or my sons how to cook today? Yeah. Maybe we need to yeah. maybe we need to put the put the books away today and just say, What would you guys like for dinner? And then everyone's gonna make dinner together. Yeah, uh, those are the things that that memories are made of because there's not a single person listening to this that's going to do it perfectly. No. And uh and I love I just I love the idea cuz I've had it too, Rachel. And I think when I look back at the moments that I really regret. I used to tell my kids like my I feel like my job as a mom is to get them to adulthood with as little regret as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my parents were were right alongside me. And so because of that, you know, instruction or whatever, I, I, I missed this trap or I missed that trap or whatever it is. But I think for moms to get to the out, the end of the season of raising your children, because it really is just a season. It's, you're going to move through it just like you move through all the other seasons of your life. You move through the teenage years. It was a season. You move through college. It was a season. Motherhood is a season. And I think the biggest thing, even for me now, as I look back in their moments, that I wish I would have engaged instead of being Martha with my kids. 
I yeah. wish I would have had more of a heart of Mary. And I think it's hard for people who are, I mean, you and I are very similar, like type A personalities. I, I, I thrive in a, a, a tidy house. <laughs> you know, I, I like to have things picked up and put away. It just makes me feel better when they're not. It makes me feel better to clean it up. I'm just that way. And for some stupid reason now, Rachel, I got, my kids have mostly grown now and I've got dogs. I'm not sure why I did that or what I was thinking, or, you know, I've got a golden retriever and a little mini golden doodle. (laughs) And so now I've got like, you know, uh, dogs in my house. But I'm telling you, it's the same feeling of just the other day I was reading to Sailor and I just felt like the Holy Spirit said, do something with her. Like, instead of just, you know, talking to her, do something with her. And I think that's, you know, you're, you're just saying, Hey moms, pay attention because while we think we're doing the most important thing, the really important stuff is moving day by day. You know, you're getting a little farther away from it every day. Well, and you know, I'm, so I'm starting to get retrospective now, right? Because no, right. Right. And I put, get this, I put the jam in the correct place in the refrigerator. And I'm talking to somebody because there is a correct place in the refrigerator for the jam. Just saying. I put it in there yesterday. Funny thing. I went to retrieve it today. It's still there. It's, you know, I mean, I'm in a whole different place. I mean, I would have had to have gone on a treasure hunt to find the jam when all the kids (laughs) were here. Right. And it may not even be in the refrigerator. Right. (laughs) So, but I'm not there now. Right. And I'm in a different phase. My kids are in a different phase. They're launched. They're out doing their own cosmic battles in the spiritual realm. They're out learning about God and who he is and what he wants them to do. They're trying to make friendships. And I'm here to tell you, it's hard. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, the reason I want to encourage the moms that are listening today is two reasons. One, don't miss the moment in the moment. Mm. But don't miss being able to do, follow in the footsteps of Mary and have a treasure trove of memories Mm. that you can pull from when they're not here anymore. You know, before we started, um, we've kind of hit some rough water and we've had some challenges going on and everybody hits it and it's just what it is. But one of the graces that God has granted me through this season, trying to help adult children navigate the difficulties of life, right? Yeah. Is those memories. I remember reading to her. I remember throwing the ball with him. I remember going to coffee with them. I remember playing game night. I remember watching that movie together. I remember them in this house. I remember chasing the leaves in the front yard. That is such a ball. And so the beauty of this leaning into these moments, reading on the sofa, reading on a blanket in your front yard, staying up late and watching the stars, going camp, you know, any of these things is that you get that moment and then you get that memory. Mm. And it is, it's, it's priceless. The worth is so remarkable. And, and you have the opportunity to point back to that. And the Holy Spirit, you know, it's it's kind of like, and I think this was true for you. I was raised on the hymns. Were you raised on the hymns? Oh, yes. So I love the hymns. And I am so grateful to have been raised on the hymns. And in my darkest moment, my most difficult, challenging day, the Holy Spirit like files through my memory and can like 
pull of him. And he's so good because he always pulls the exact one that I need. Right. And you know what? I know all five verses, right? Because that's the way I was raised. <laughs> it's the same thing here. I think that's why we have in scripture that Mary treasured all these things in her heart. It happened on two occasions in the Bible. Go back. That's your homework. Go back and seek out what those two occasions were. It's kind of interesting. But it's because God was giving Mary the mother of Christ, she needed a treasure trove of memories. Because it was going to get hard. When she saw him hanging on the cross. Yeah. She needed that. She needed to remember, right, his first steps, his first moments. His, she needed to have those things. And, and I really believe God wants to give those to us as moms, too. We got to take advantage. We got to cooperate with that endeavor, right? Yeah, it's so important. And I think uh, as, as you get older and now you and I are both grandmothers, I know and you, you realize that someday you, one day you wake up and you're like, Whoa, something yeah. just happened, you know, and yeah. it won't, it won't be long. And we're going to be talking about memories that we made with our grandkids and they'll be grown. And so, uh, you know, soak it up women, you know, for those of you who are sitting here today going, I'm, I'm, I'm just sucking at this homeschool mom thing. Uh, you know what? God has you right where you are. And he wants, he's, he's offering you a tremendous gift right now. And that gift is watching your children grow up and actually participating in what God is doing with them. You are a huge part of that. Rachel Carmen, you are such a gift to me and to so many other women. And I want to thank you for coming on the show and just keeping it real and, uh, and being honest with me. I know there's a lot of women going to be blessed by it. Where can people find you online? RachelCarmen.com. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. RachelCarmen.com. Thank yep. you much for coming on the show. Let's do it again soon. You here. Sounds great. You guys, for more information on Rachel Carmen and her ministry to mothers, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com to the show notes today, and I'll link back to that, or you can simply find her at RachelCarmen.com. I hope this has been an encouragement to you guys. Love your families well. This is the, the time of year to really set a trajectory and set a rhythm for your families and for where you're going to go and the memories that you're going to make. I loved what Rachel said, and I wrote it down. Uh, uh, take advantage of the moment and you get the memory. Have a great day, everybody, and I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.